You're listening to a 95BFM podcast. When we think about the planet and climate change resilience, something that often pops to mind for many of us is our engagement with clothing and the fashion industry uh, and how we use our consumer choices to impact what happens to the planet in the future. So this week on The Green Desk, I decided to catch up with Jessica Jay, who is the founder of Reparation Studio up here in Tamaki, Makoto, Auckland. Reparation Studio do a series of things, uh, but they, their main intention is to keep clothing on the body, in the wardrobe and out of landfill. I'll let Jess tell you a little bit more about what they do uh, and what her vision of a sustainable future in the fashion industry here in Aotearoa looks like. Hey, so why don't you begin by telling me what Reparation Studio is and the work that you do day to day? Um, So I started Reparation Studio about a year ago now, and I mainly specialize in garment repairs and alterations. My practice is pretty broad currently, so my day-to-day is fairly diverse. Um, I also do machining and pattern making work for some small local independent designers. And I've recently taken on a relief lecturing role at um, Whitecliffe teaching pattern making to some of their diploma students. So the Whitecliffe contract is separate to my business as Reparation Studio, but it's kind of been this really great experience, which nicely fits into, I guess, my long-term goals around education and preserving the local garment industry, um, particularly the manufacturing industry that we have locally. And let's talk a little bit about that education. I understand you've got a few initiatives going on. Can you tell me about some of those? I think there's a a library that's growing and some plans for workshops. Do you want to speak to that a little bit? Yeah, so I'm currently working as part of, I guess, like a collective studio group. So we have this really wonderful shared studio space on Karangahape Road where um, there's multiple fashion practitioners and we're all sort of working together and we've got a showroom so we're currently looking at using that for more workshop opportunities to teach I guess the general public more about fashion. It's really all about building this idea of community and making fashion accessible so as part of our showroom we've recent well my studio partner Nicole Van Buren and I have recently set up a small library just with our own personal collection of sort of fashion texts which sort of focus around sustainability and fashion and fashion as extended practice. So that's a resource which people are sort of welcome to come up and visit. You can look at some clothes in the showroom and you can also do some reading if you are interested in fashion. And in terms of workshops, Nicole and I are actually launching an open studio on Thursday evenings, which we're starting tomorrow, and it's going to run for seven weeks. So we've called that Repair, Rework, and Remake. So the intention for that project is kind of to invite participants into the studio space to work on their own garments that need repairing or upcycling and reworking. And Nicole and I will provide machinery, all the tools they need, uh, lots of different fabrics, and we'll be helping to sort of mentor and guide and teach people different techniques to really, I guess, make the most of their work wardrobe and also engage with fashion in a way that's really creative and a bit more meaningful. So very excited for that. I hope that um, people turn up and enjoy themselves and get to learn some new repair techniques. And yeah, 
So that's kind of one of the many projects I have going on at the moment. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Cool. Yeah, well, if, if listeners are out and about Thursday evening, which will be today, I think, when we air this tomorrow, um, yeah, make yeah. sure you get along to that and yeah, learn how to mend your clothes. Obviously, the work you're doing, Jess, is quite technical. Can you tell me what it's like being a machinist in the fashion industry at the moment? Yeah, so I would definitely consider myself to be a very junior machinist. Uh, a lot of machinists who are currently working in the local industry, you know, they've been they've been working as machinists for the last 30 plus years, so they're incredibly experienced. And I guess that's part of what I'm interested in as, I guess, more of a big picture kind of concept for the local fashion industry is encouraging younger people into those roles because currently our machining workforce in particular is kind of aging out of the workforce. So I guess for me, machining, I just absolutely love my machining mahi. Uh, I find it really challenging and also really enjoyable. And I love that with sewing, I guess, there's always going to be something new to learn. No two jobs are the same and uh, there's always going to be new techniques when you're looking at construction and different styles for fashion and garments um, that you're going to have to adapt to. So it is really engaging work. Uh, I also love that with machining, it kind of allows me to connect with some really wonderful independent designers and creatives and I just love being able to support them in achieving their creative vision. So I kind of feel like machining, although it is very technical, I think it a lot of people kind of see it just as being this quite dry, boring job. But I guess for me, there's also this inherent element of creative problem solving, communication skills, and your people skills are just incredibly important as a machinist because you're constantly in contact with or you should constantly be in contact with your um, designer to be creating the best outcome for them. So I think as like a whole package, it is actually a very satisfying role for me personally. And I kind of hope through what I'm doing, we can look at encouraging more of our sort of younger generation of fashion practitioners to move into those more like tradey sides of the industry. It's what I kind of like to call out artworkers it's kind of like fashion fashion tradies hey let's let's talk about the industry a bit a bit Mm. more broadly outside of machining and obviously it's quite a big industry um in Aotearoa it's quite tight-knit as I understand it as well um but it's you know you're engaged in I guess the future of the planet and also in people's everyday lives and their work Mm. where do you think the biggest change needs to happen in the industry here? Yeah, I think we're at a really just interesting sort of tipping point with the local manufacturing industry in Aotearoa from what I've seen. This has kind of been this combination over so many decades now of overseas labour and manufacturing becoming a lot cheaper. And we've also had, I guess, a shrinking number of skilled workers in those specific areas of machining, garment cutting and pattern making entering the workforce, which has meant that the local manufacturing industry is, I guess, like somewhat dying out without wanting to sound completely negative. But we've kind of reached that point, I think, where we really need to look at how we can encourage our next generation of makers into those really key roles where we have shortages and make sure that we're doing that in a way 
where, you know, our juniors in the industry feel really supported, they feel engaged in their work, and they feel like they're also, I guess, being really valued in those um, tradey roles, so to speak. Um, so that's, like, been a really big motivator for me when I started Reparation Studio to kind of get stuck into the trade side of the industry because I guess I'm a very, I would describe my skills as very tactile. Like, I love working with garments. I love working with clothing. I had all those skills, and I was like, well, I may as well use them because we've got a shortage in that area. So I hopefully, yeah, like I said before, I just hope that with what I'm doing at the moment, eventually I can start sort of mentoring that next generation of juniors in the fashion industry and kind of show that the technical side of the industry is valid and satisfying as a career pathway, really. Finally, I'll ask, because, you know, we're on the green desk and I'm all about imagining uh, a better and more sustainable future. What does that sustainability look like in fashion and in the work that you do? Well, I guess specifically with the work that I do, um, when it comes to my repairs work, I mean, that's something I'm incredibly passionate about and I've kind of decided to try and specialize in more and more with workshops and also the work that I do for my clients and repairing their clothing. So I guess for me, I part of why I established Reparation Studio was that after working in the local, local fashion industry, I kind of realized that I felt this just really ethically torn by my desire to work with clothing and make beautiful garments. But then I also had this growing realization and kind of sense of doom, I guess, that there's simply just too much stuff and too many garments in the world already. So I guess when you look at those issues of overproduction and overconsumption, which you just, you can't separate from the fashion industry today, I think, when you're looking at, um, you know, fast fashion and our, you know, access as a society to these really cheap, poorly constructed, Mm. unethically made garments. Um, I guess our rates of consumption for clothing are kind of continuing to rise. And then the lifespan of those garments is kind of simultaneously decreasing. So for me, this is where being able to repair garments is an incredibly important skill for everyday people to be learning. And I think that's something which should be, those skills should be accessible to everyone. Because I think in repairing it's not just, for me anyway, it's not just a practical step to increase the longevity of the garment. I think in repairing, you're also showing an act of care. So you're actively building a more meaningful relationship with your clothing by putting the time, energy, and skill into yeah, caring for them and repairing them. Um, so I think in turn, like when you're developing that relationship with your material world, I think, well, I hope that it means that people will kind of create the stronger bond with their clothing, which will in turn make them wear them for longer and hopefully create clothing that lasts a lifetime within reason. Um, Yeah, I think I'm just all about reevaluating our relationship with the material world and kind of shifting the emphasis to, I guess, a sense of connection with the items that we have and need and sort of cherish in our daily lives rather than the focus being on consumerism. So I guess Mm -hmm. for me, repairs are like a really wonderful vessel for those sort of broader concepts. Hey, we'll wrap it up there, but if if people want to come along to your workshop Thursday evening, Mm -hmm. where can they come to do that? 
So you can get in touch with Nicole Van Vuren. So her email is info at NicoleVanVuren.com or you can get in touch with myself. Um, my Instagram handle is just ReStudio um, or my website is ReparationStudio.com. So I've got all my contact details there and let us know that you'd like to come along. And then, yeah, the open studio sessions are going to be at NBV World at 354 Karanga Hape Road. Um, it's going to be $10 casual entry on the door or $5 if you're a student with valid student ID because got to look after our students. Yes, we do. We'll aim into that here at BFM. Hey, yeah. thanks, thanks so much, Jess. That was Jessica J from Reparation Studio chatting with me about her mahi. Thanks so much for tuning in and thanks to Jess for having a cordial with me about that. That's it for the Green Desk this week. We'll catch you next week. Matewa. That was a 95BFM podcast. To hear more, head to 95BFM.com slash bcasts.